0: Highlighting women across the board, making moves, fulfilling dreams, empowerment galore, lifestyle and health. Girl, do you want to thrive? Rebellion's giving you the vision. Open your eyes. Rebellion.
1: Hey guys, it's Morgan, the CEO of Rebellious LLC, Certified Purpose Development Coach and Dream Curator. We are excited to bring Rebel Talk on a new platform. Rebel Talk will reflect the mission of Rebellious, which is encouraging positivity by helping people worldwide discover, define, and develop their purpose through our app, coaching, creative consulting, and podcast. As our initiatives continue to develop and evolve, we will expand the platforms of entrepreneurs and creatives to increase their community involvement and engagement. For those of you who are familiar with the Rebellious app, this podcast will follow the same outline. And while we're mentioning it, go ahead and download the app available on the Apple App Store and Google Play for your daily dose of motivation, networking, and exclusive reads. Search R-E-B-E-L-L-E-O-U-S in your app store. This podcast will feature various segments, Rebel Reads for Me, where I'll encourage and inspire your dreams while speaking on topics that can discourage us from reaching our purpose's full potential. Our other three segments will be hosted by this season's featured talent, Tradia McCoy and Brittany Beatty. These segments are Rebels, where we highlight other boss millennial women who are making moves, Rebellious Now, bringing to light all hot topics and world issues, and lastly, Ask Rebellious for any questions you may have for us here at Rebel Talk. Make sure to check out our website, rebellious.com, to keep up with everything happening within the brand. There, you'll find all the tools you need to succeed as a creative or boss with our purpose development coaching, creative consulting, links to download the app, podcast episodes, and tools to make your passion your paycheck, like our vision strategy workbooks. We promise to always be the full powerhouse brand towards purpose discovery, defining, and development. Our website again is R-E-B-E-L-L-E-O-U-S dot com. Rebellious, the place for purpose. Now, let's get started with the show. As a millennial woman who's constantly making moves, I thought it was important to start our episode and first Rebel Read by getting real, and that's by focusing on the quarter life crisis. A lot of people aren't sure of what the quarter life crisis is, but it's that confusing, fun, depressive state of your life before or a little after 25 when you're like, okay, what the hell am I about to do with my life? What's my purpose? Why am I here? And why am I not married yet with a dog and a closet full of designers that I love? I know me personally, I can attest to filling the QLC months before I even turned 25. I was depressed, anxious, and really down on myself, and it felt like I hadn't accomplished anything. Also, I knew I had one more year to be on my parents' insurance, but I hadn't even found a career that included benefits that I could truly love yet. I decided to take a chance on my dreams and give my purpose the TLC it deserved. I picked up and moved cross-country for the second time but during this time everything about me changed i was able to mask it all and put on a show no one knew i was depressed or suffering from anxiety i couldn't believe that my biggest fear was happening to me and that was losing control it hurt me to my core that i didn't have it all together i felt like a false representation of my brand and i was beyond embarrassed I was destroying relationships and trying to push those who cared about me the most away in all ways possible. But the crazy thing is, I was lonely and really only wanted a hug. And for someone to say they loved me and were proud of me, I needed the affirmation that I had been pushing away. What I didn't realize was... That God was giving me an experience to better connect me to his people, which is my purpose. And I specifically asked God months before this rain started pouring to give me something towards my purpose to be able to better relate to his people and use the gift he instilled in me to be given in service to him. While I was looking for something or a new idea to better serve my quote unquote target market, God gave me an experience. So right here, I'm going to tell you to be conscious of what you ask for. I learned to embrace and understand his people even more when empathy was one of the hardest things I struggled with when it came to relationships and communication, because sometimes I just couldn't understand or better yet relate to why certain things were difficult for certain people or too hard for them to understand. But I was positive throughout the struggle that kept me down. I knew whatever he had planned for my future was going to be even greater than I imagined. And as soon as this obstacle shaped my character, from it would come opportunities. I believed that with every cell in my body. And since then, my creative wills for rebellious have never stopped spinning on how I can help you push your purpose into the universe. I was missing one key piece to be successful in my purpose. Just one, and this experience unlocked it. I thank God every single day that I lost control because once I let Him take over, His purpose for me truly started to prevail.
2: Hey guys, my name is Trady McCoy, and it's Brittany Beatty, and this is Rebel Talk. And our topic for today will be quarter life crisis. Right, Brittany. Basically, what does that mean to you?
0: So, basically, it's the struggle Mm -hmm. after graduating college. Like, Mm -hmm. everything from finances to relationships to just getting your life. So, um, this website says, 6 in 10 millennials claim to be going through a quarter life crisis. That is
2: a lot. Now, I will say, I have dealt with this. Out of college, I think for two years, I was just at home babysitting. And I was very depressed. Right. I was very depressed because I didn't know where my life was going from that moment. But again, I feel like, wait, are about 25, right? This is when you go through this. Right. So I just didn't know what to do. And I was kind of like upset about it. Like, right. dang, am I a failure? Because I didn't prepare myself in college. Right. The way that I felt like I should have prepared myself. So now the struggle came for me because I was just sitting at home, babysitting my niece. you sitting at home. Sitting at home, babysitting <laughs> my, getting fat, sitting at home, babysitting my niece for two years, thinking like, what is my next step? So it's crazy to know that a lot of, college students or whatever go through
0: this after college. Right. So basically I could say I guess I'm still kind of going through it because I mean Mm -hmm. I graduated and then I went straight back Mm -hmm. to school and got my masters and then like I came out thinking like, oh, like that gives me a Mm -hmm. upper, you know, edge or whatever. And that I was gonna be straight, but it's going on almost a year and you know I'm still working my part time job. But you know, you just gotta like trust the process. Yeah. But yeah, I can definitely say, um I'm not as bad off as I was. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm just like, okay, girl, just calm down. Like, calm down. It's gonna be all right. You're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what Trady and I did, we basically wanted to hear from everybody and basically see, well, okay, um, where y'all at on this? Mm-hmm. So when I put it on my um Insta story, I said, How has life after college been? Thirty three percent of my followers who answered said it was A one, it's been A one. Wow. Good. said stressful, like stressed.
2: Mine's is completely different. I had the same question and 63% said A1. Now, I think it's because, like you said, there's a lot of people that work now, probably like on their A-games, of course they're gonna tap A1. And 37% said I hate it. So I just feel like people get so comfortable with college life, Mm -hmm. they don't think about the real world outside of college, because that's what I did. I didn't even think about what it's like outside
0: of college and when i look at some of the ones that i do know like you know you can actually look and see who, see did. who mm-hmm. the ones i know who answered a one these are people who already had jobs it, before college was even over yeah so it's like they haven't gone like through the, the like, engineers <laughs> right like they haven't necessarily gone through like the struggle of graduating and then waiting mm-hmm. for a job like they graduated and they went straight to work Mm -hmm. so it's for them it's just been okay I'm working I'm paying my bills I'm working on whatever I want to do it's not like the constant struggle of like where am I like I'm putting in hundreds of applications and and like yeah so that's basically kind of what I saw um so what do you think
2: I will say um I feel like a lot of times we put pressure on ourselves too Mm -hmm. much pressure because we we trying to live up to this expectation to be great right out of college.
0: Social media. Social
2: media can get you. Yeah. Right. That's what got me. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I will say, I'm going to get a little personal. I think I was so um, held on my group. We are front row in college. Mm-hmm. So, like, after that ended, I was like, dang, what am I going to do? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I've learned that you can be in a group, but it's, it's best to always think about yourself. First. Right. And that's one thing I did not do is think about myself if, let's say, We was to break up, which we did, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, again, I think it's just the pressure of trying to be bigger than what we are right right for now, but because Mm -hmm. social media, so that was one of my challenges too. I'm like, dang, people gonna think, well, what Tredy is doing now? She just sitting at home, babysitting. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like sheltered for a long time too. Like I wasn't on social media. I didn't let nobody know what I was doing. Nobody knew what town I was in. And I was like, Treddy, are you putting too much pressure on yourself? Like, really, you just graduated like two years ago, right? And I feel like that's a good enough span for somebody to really put mm-hmm. their stuff together like it's okay to go back home with your parents save up some money that's what i'm right. doing i'm still
0: doing it right we all are saving up money and if anything that's smart like who wants to go mm-hmm. out and just start having to pay bills i know we all kind of experience living by ourselves like i miss living by myself mm-hmm. being in my quiet apartment nobody bothering me getting on my nerves waking me up when i'm yeah. not supposed to be waking up like exactly but um i think it's just really our generation it's just Yeah. We put everything out on the forefront for everybody to see. That's true. And like that's why I try to limit how much I, how much time I spend on, on social, social media. media. Cause like that I feel like that really has a big effect on why everybody's probably just feeling like mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going anywhere. Think about like how our parents like they went they got graduated from college and then they went off and mm-hmm. they just you know, it took them some time, but I don't necessarily think they got so down on themselves to the yeah. point where they were just like Dang, I'm not doing nothing. Like I'm just slacking, yada yada. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it was just a little easier to take because mm-hmm. you weren't worried about what everybody else was, was doing. You him. was in your zone doing whatever you had to do for you. Mm-hmm. And it just worked, you know, better that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I don't know. I just think that's something that basically everybody should just try to do sometimes. Like I if should, you I have to if you have to use social media for your brands or do whatever you gotta do, mm-hmm. hoop sweet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. schedule it out and then just limit how much time you spend mm-hmm. looking at somebody else's life because it will really you know
2: it will really start to affect you that's what I started doing too like in the mornings I used to always check social media as soon as I wake up I wake up at 5 every day Um, now I started to not even check social media and that's really hard for me but I've noticed a change in my attitude and my, um, my work ethic has changed because I don't check what everybody else is doing right when you open social media you're really taking everybody else's problems and making mm-hmm. it your own because I'm looking I'm scrolling like okay, this person's bad today. Oh, this person's sad today. And it has an effect on me. Right. So I've learned to stop, um, stop checking social media so much in the morning. And I'll probably check it like later in the afternoon, but Mm -hmm. that has honestly helped me. But what is some advice you think you would give people right now dealing with this crisis? Because I know we're still dealing with it, but what are some things you think we can like help share with others
0: Um, as far as how to
2: handle it?
0: So I would say basically, of course, the social media Mm thing, right? And then start really thinking about What else you can actually do, like, other than just looking for jobs, like, what else can you do to, like, that's going to actually help build you, like, Mm -hmm. personally? So, basically, I started reading, um... More because I wasn't I've reading before, yeah, and I started reading. And the one the book that was kind of like a hard read because it was just like, oh my gosh, but it had yeah. some gems in it. It was okay. the power of positive thinking, mm-hmm. and um, basically just teaching you how to get all those negative thoughts out of your mind and mm-hmm. just retraining your mind to just think like you're gonna win. You know, if you think win, win, you're gonna, you know, you're, you're gonna going win.
2: To win. Yeah, you gotta program that, in your and mind. you
0: have to. And like I said, social media it does a lot of like distract, you know, distracting it pulls that energy out of you. Also these relationships if they're not serving you (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: um and that's not even boyfriend girlfriend right relationships relationships,
0: period yeah i didn't realize that i had a relationship distracting me until it was no longer there oh me too like that's 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 real life you never really know like what is taking you away until it's not there no more more. and then you just have so much more room to just like focus Mm -hmm. and get clear Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what had to happen for me just like relationships that weren't um, working or weren't like Toxic, in my best, maybe. yeah, yeah. that weren't in my best interest so when they were like not around and mm-hmm. it wasn't somebody or people that I had to deal with anymore mm-hmm. it was just so much more clear that you give yourself time to actually think and
2: and learn yourself right? because that's what right. I do, I had to learn myself and I think one thing is important that i started doing was picking up a hobby like mm-hmm. you have a hobby, right yeah
0: you, you know, have to stay busy yeah you have to you have to keep yourself
2: busy and when you have a hobby it shows you who you are and what you are capable mm-hmm. of doing um again like i said i, I think i kind of just fell into well i'm not gonna say i fell into radio but one day like i said when my group ended mm-hmm. one day i was just like oh my god what am i gonna do and i remember i had this long talk with these older people and they said, hey you know check out some radio station and i was like you know i always want to do radio but I didn't know how to get into it. So I will mm-hmm. say take it. I will tell people to really take advantage of internships no matter what it is. Radio, you want to be a teacher, it's it's really important that you take advantage of internships. Now, I did my internship outside of college. A lot of people don't get that opportunity. Right. Like I was very lucky to have been an intern yeah. and I graduated 2 years prior or a year prior. So, um I will tell people it's good to keep a hobby, you know, do something that you love to do or something that you're interested in, that will help you with this mm-hmm. crisis. And also, please, I, I can't stress enough to have internships in college. You have to do internships. Right. Because like, I didn't do an internship in college. I
0: didn't either. My major was speech pathology and audiology. So there was really no need no to go need. find outside opportunities because we already had them. And mm-hmm. then once I graduated and then you know I didn't go that route and I went to business, mm-hmm. it was a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just something that I just never, even as a grad student, I just never really, like took I thought I was taking you know I thought I was mm-hmm. taking this seriously but then I was just kind of just like
2: oh sure because you did go to, yeah you did do grad school see that's nothing mm-hmm. I'm thinking like dang am I good enough I ain't do no grad school I, <laughs> none of that. I don't know, also don't want that money that bill but yeah it's just it's a lot to deal with especially if you just don't know what direction you want to go in mm-hmm. but I always tell people just. Just whatever you love, you need to go do it. Like, Mm -hmm. it it can be the smallest thing. Like, don't ever let anybody discourage you, no matter what. Not even your own self, because I used to do that to my own self. Like, girl, you can't do no radio. What's wrong with you? You know, and then that started to consume me a lot. Mm -hmm. So, I had to learn how to, like, really train my mind to think positive things. So
0: One of the other things that I started doing, too, is just like, so... Here we have like a trail, and so I just started like going during the day, oh, just like walking, walking the trail, and then a little couple of times out of the day I'll try to jog, for Yeah, one. well, that's but good. child, I'm so out of breath. <laughs>
2: See, I do I'm that. so out
0: of shape. I would just be out of breath. I was just like,
2: but it has has it changed you a little bit? Has it? Um, helped? it just gives
0: you time to just be away from like if you have a lot of noise, especially if you don't live by yourself. If you live at home and having to deal with the pressures of whatever else, and you know, mm-hmm. not being in your own space, and that's what I was dealing with, not having my own space. So it just gave me some time to just be by myself. Mm -hmm. and just kind of just taking in the outside world basically as far as like nature Mm -hmm. um and then just getting some fresh air
2: you know what i've learned too also to meet new people Mm -hmm. that taught me to really that kind of motivated me because if you meet people that's not like you that motivates you to want to do more and be positive like again like radio people i have met some of good friends in radio because we all share the same interests but also meeting people that's not in radio has Mm -hmm. helped me to be like okay well you know, you're helping me to see different things and not be just stuck on one thing. So I I definitely feel like um, some advice I would give people is just to meet new people. Don't be stuck in your same circle. I mean, it's cool to have your same circle. Right. But don't be stuck. Don't be that person. So close-minded. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I used to be very close-minded. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my crew. I don't need nobody else. But don't be close-minded. Definitely reach for the stars and do what you got to do for yourself. And for your life it's important. Yeah.
0: I it's, think it's it's really important to try to get to know new people because you get different um perspectives. Exactly. On like life. me and you, like yeah. we've
2: known each other but we never actually like sat and had a like hang hung out like this, you know. Yeah. So again, I'm learning from you, you learn from me. Right. And you just never know like the people in front of you can be going through a whole different battle that you on the outside they look like they're fine. But right. on the inside, who would have ever thought that you was struggling with this and so am I, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to meet new people and, you know, just experience new things, new cultures, all that good stuff. I'm At 25, I'm starting to do all that.
0: Right. Which is the quarter-life crisis. <laughs> right. Trying
2: to do all that good stuff, so.
0: Well, I'm 24, but I'll be 25 in July.
2: Oh, girl. Ooh. So, you're not even there. You're not <laughs> even where we are. We have Morgan in the building, y'all. CEO, president of Hi. Rebellious.
1: Yes, of the QLC. Um, I can definitely attest to that. And like I was mentioning to you ladies even earlier today, um, I think a lot of people are experiencing the quarter-life crisis, and you don't necessarily have to be 25. Like, right. You can be... Twi- I mean, it hit me when I turned 24. Mm-hmm. And it was like the summer of my 24 right before me about to be 25. And mm-hmm. I know there's some people who still experience the same thing and there are a couple of years even after 25 Mm -hmm. but um i went through a whole depression
2: state and i didn't know i was depressed um and i don't think people around you did either because i saw you on social media and it looked like new york was such a great time so yeah
1: nobody knew um and Mm. it even was happening during my um the the rebellious first year anniversary oh wow and i did but i didn't know it so i was more so um i kept getting sick
2: and I was like, "Why am I sick all the time?" Like I was about to say, "What are the signs for a crisis? Like quarter life crisis?" For the quarter life crisis, <laughs> is it like me sick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there yeah. like a certain sign that you should look Is there
1: more? a certain time, I think unfulfillment.
2: Okay. Um, yeah. Um,
1: when you're tw- when you're at that age, and you really think that you should be doing more than what's going on, because it seems like everybody's doing everything, and you don't feel like you're giving your it's like you're in a fight with your purpose oh yeah Mm -hmm. it's like you know what your purpose is but for some reason it doesn't seem like it's going to make sense or that it's going to happen yeah Mm -hmm. and you are really trying to figure out how to you know win at life at this point and all this other you know bullshit that gets in the way Mm -hmm. and you're like how am I really going to make whatever this quote-unquote far-fetched dream that the world says that I have happened. And it's at that point where you stop believing that it's possible, Mm -hmm. so you start doing the regular thing or the regular routine the safe in, way yeah you start mm-hmm. doing the safe way because you don't you don't know what your purpose is or you do it what your purpose is but you don't want to walk in clarity
2: of right
1: it, or you don't believe in it you know you're at that lost stage and there's people our right age that are having babies and getting married and i mean i can't pick out my nail clothes yeah right <laughs> yeah and i don't see how that i, I don't
2: can barely stand ba- ba- how to how keep you my nails that like, how, how <laughs> yes. would you balance having a kid and married at like 25
1: yeah i don't i can't I can't imagine that me personally because there's sometimes I just wanna come home and I'm gonna eat two hot pockets. Yeah. Just (laughs) I don't wanna be bothered. But I think when you really start like y'all said before and I'm mentioning the social media Mm -hmm. thing. And I didn't really think it was affecting me like that. But had i even you know when you sit down and you realize you're like well where why would i be comparing myself mm-hmm. or how am i why do i think that i'm supposed to be at this level what's making me think that i'm supposed to be at this level mm-hmm. it's because everybody's displaying it and half of it's not even real mm-hmm. like you know All majority so. yeah majority is not even real like you're probably mm-hmm. really sitting at home miserable eating girl scout cookies and whatnot yep. like you're upset but the the whole thing with me was like I was I was sick. I was all the time sick, like sick, 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 sick. And I was like, mm-hmm. Why am I sick? I went to four doctors. Everybody kept telling me, you know, oh, do this. I kept getting different diagnoses, different medications. Mm-hmm. So my one doctor told me she was like, Oh, you just need sleep. And oh, melatonin. She, and I was like, I'm not taking this. I don't think this is what's wrong with me. Yeah. And um, I met another doctor and I told her my symptoms and I was just like, Mm -hmm. what really stood out for me when I really knew that I needed to go talk to somebody was after the first year anniversary event. Because the whole day, everybody's like, Are you excited? And I was like, No. Yeah. And I, did, and I, I didn't feel accomplished. I didn't feel excited. Wow, I you can never tell from the you, outside looking in. You can tell. I was like a professional. You, yeah, you <laughs> yeah, you kept it together. You kept it together. I kept it together, but I didn't think anything of it. It didn't feel good to me. It didn't feel like an accomplishment. It didn't feel like what Rebellious was supposed to be doing was serving its purpose. Mm-hmm. And. That's because it has a bigger purpose, but I didn't mm-hmm. feel those things. And when I came back, when I flew back to New York, and I was like, okay, I told her doctor what's going on, and she's like, you are, you're, you have functional depression right now. Mm. And I'd already had anxiety. I've had anxiety since I was a kid, but it's, I've been able to manage it. But at that point, it just became, you know, mm-hmm. I was, I'm very. If everybody, anybody who knows me knows, I'm very like cut corners to this 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 and it's gonna be so i'm very type a mm-hmm. and i'm always in control and my biggest fear was losing control losing and that control. was what happened to me mm-hmm. like i had no control i couldn't make simple decisions i would be calling my parents every day back home like well what should i do okay well how should i do this what should i do this and my god was like you just need to come home and mm-hmm. i was like i'm not coming home because i'm going to be a failure if i come yeah. home. i didn't make it yes, everybody is. in new york what well, people gonna think that i didn't make it or this that and the third and she's like well what do you really want to do And I I gave her my I had a book that I kept that I how I really wanted to expand Rebellious and what I really wanted to do with my purpose. I even wrote it down in a book one day and Mm -hmm. I took like some candles. People don't think that I'm crazy. No and I I took some candles Mm -hmm. and like I sat there, I looked at the paper, I looked at all the stuff that I really wanted to do. And the words "discover, define, and develop purposes" came to me at that point. Like at that point, at that point, I just took the book, offered it up to God, like it was Simba, and I was just like, <laughs> Girl. "Do I was like, whatever you want me to do with this thing, let it be. Let, you, it. let it be your will. Let it work. If you need me, if I need to come home to make this happen, then I will come home. So, and mm-hmm. yeah, so that, that's really what happened.
2: So coming home, did it help your business and your vision? Coming do you believe home it
1: helped? did help. Um... And I didn't really think New York was a distraction, but it was. Mm. The stuff that I was able to get done in like the last couple months that I've been home, mm-hmm. uh, I would it probably would have taken me six months to a year to get finished wow. in New York because I would be too busy trying to have fun, brunches, oh, fun New York workshops, is- events, mm-hmm. um, applying for other jobs. All, and, and jobs that weren't meant for me. And I was, so I was trying to box myself. And that's a whole different other category. <laughs> <laughs> like, putting yourself just, in a box. Yeah. yeah, I was putting myself in a box. And I wasn't realizing, like, because I listened to outside sources, which are even your parents sometimes. They were oh, like, yeah. how are you going to coach somebody in their life you ain't never lived life in? And I was uh-huh. like, I'm not exactly trying to do that. I'm, help, I'm trying to help people discover their purpose just like how I found mine. Mm-hmm. And so... And I've really learned, like, that is why I'm here. And out of all the business endeavors that I've ever started, the same, there was one, re- like, the same theme in each one. And the same one was making people's dreams reality. Mm-hmm. With Moxie by Morgan, that was what it was. It came to the same thing with Rebellious. So that is what I knew that I was, I was put here to do, was to motivate, inspire, and put other people on. Like, that's wow. all I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like... Yeah, it is. So, it's so funny when you hear mm-hmm. it said back. You know, said back because before I used to be so afraid. Like, yeah, I moved from New York, or I couldn't do this, or, I couldn't that. Yeah, I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I was depressed for a couple months, and I watched Game of Thrones um, oh, in like God. a month. Oh
0: of my. All,
1: How many seasons is it? Nine.
0: Girl, I don't know. I don't. Like, do watch I don't the show, listen, I don't went through Grey's Anatomy, Y'all from, Anatomy. The <laughs> to, from the start to up on the twelfth season. It's thirteen on it, but you gotta understand gracious. how much time. But you know. I like TV. I really do yeah, like TV. Yeah, she loves TV. I, I, loves
2: I TV. do, too. Because without TV, I'm bored, no matter what.
0: Right? Like, some some people really... I
2: would have a TV before Wi-Fi.
0: Some people really...
2: I would. Thank you. I would definitely <laughs> have TV before Wi-Fi. How's that TVs? for a... Story? Why? The only thing I probably
1: TV How's watch that for TV a sound is effect, though? Yeah, that was a that was okay, yeah.
0: like... <laughs>
2: that
1: was <laughs> like <laughs> but how do you feel, like... I know even Brittany, I've talked about this, too, before. How do you feel like your parents have played into your purpose?
2: Do you feel Are we getting like, honest.
1: No, we're getting. Yeah, we're getting honest. I'll tell you that my my, parent, my, dad, my dad told me that replace the me spelling it like how I spell it is stupid.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my mother has always been very encouraging. Okay. She's been that leading lady in my life. Um, as far as my father, mm, no. It's and then you know my dad. You know I love him. You know, but it's it was always been my mother and my my older sister Tiffany. So they've always mm-hmm. been encouraging. So.
0: My sister's his name is Tiffany. But my sister's, <laughs> sister's name is
2: T-I-F-F-I-N-I.
0: But it's still Tiffany. See, and <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly, we never knew it. Look at those
2: new things that you're discovering. Yeah, so I will say that um, my support system mm-hmm. has been really good as far as um, radio and other because I used to do media I do a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. just to be you know I've wanted so out of internet. all the
0: like outlets or whatever as far as like media worship is radio your favorite oh yeah
2: and you know what it's crazy because like I said I, I realized I love for radio at state when mm-hmm. cause we are from, we're supposed to be radio and all of all of us I was the one who was more so intrigued by radio like right. I did interns with um, 103.9 um we did another one at Orangeburg so I've always wanted to do some form of radio so right. when I got home and I found some radio stations that will take me being out of college. I was like, "Oh, let me go ahead and um mm-hmm. get into this. this." But I didn't realize how hard it was. Like I really just when you listen to um uh, personalities on the radio, it just seems so simple. Right girl. It's not that simple. It's really not. But I'm I'm learning now, and I, I really like it. I really like it. Like I said, it's always been a passion of mine. To be but ready. you know
0: what though? Like, when we talking about this quarter life crisis, it, it seems like it's a whole bunch of negatives, but it is some positives. It is because it makes it make you
2: realize yourself. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. It gets you time I, to actually sit okay. down and actually figure out, okay, look. You you've been do? playing. Uh-huh, These four yeah. years you had out of college, you've been playing. You've been masking whatever. You've been masking everything show you how it's like. with everything. You've been distracted with other work and other things, partying, Man. friends, men, boys. <laughs> boys. No, boys. boys. <laughs> I can
2: name a few boys. You've been, dis-
0: you been distracting yourself with boys <laughs> uh-huh. and all other types of stuff that don't, doesn't even matter and won't matter when you get out here. And I had to learn that. World.
2: You think all these people in college is gonna come with you after college? No, I can mm-hmm. name probably one person. Other than that, right. everybody's in, left at college, so but the quarter life crisis it does do that and I think Mm -hmm. that if you do go through it
1: Mm -hmm. that means you really want more for yourself oh
2: yeah that's that's and
1: that's like one signal that you really find like hey like
0: well, sixty percent of millennials want more for themselves. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. <laughs> we do, but why I, I wonder why we're so gimme we give gimme, give gimme, give gimme. I guess because we got a trophy for being eighth place. But right. <laughs> like I don't know what
2: I
0: it think is. we're just a generation, we just like to see results. So yeah. if we don't see them fast enough, we don't feel like we're accomplishing anything. Right. We're
1: microwave kids. We're the, we're the oh, microwave yeah. kids. That's, that's true. But
0: me, I do like to I like to see results. Like I don't like to keep doing something for forever and Mm -hmm. not saying I think that's probably our generational problem is like we don't like to be patient and like that's and I think that's the case as far as um talking about like jobs and getting Mm -hmm. jobs like our generation they always talk about like how we don't have like we don't want to build them these people and somebody had to sit down and tell me this like these people don't want to hire somebody who's going to be going in six months that's a waste of time they don't want to put time and effort and energy Mm -hmm. into training somebody Mm -hmm. and then you leave you have to put in the time and so and you got to Make them think that you're gonna be here for the like long haul, but you can't just get up and just go and hop from job to job. You know, just you know. You gotta be an
1: actress in that interview, because
0: let (laughs) me tell you, you do have you have to put you have have to to put on. Yeah, just no, you you have to tell them. Oh, so where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself right here at this company yeah, with right you. With you, actually. Um, <laughs> hopefully in another position. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I definitely see myself being here. But in, in your head, head like I'm leaving the next. Yeah, plans. yeah, yeah, in your head. But it's just like that's, and I think that's what's going on with um corporate or just the world right now, as far as our generation is. We are so wanting to just be there already, mm-hmm. and yeah. people are we you don't don't like the park other park generations. Is like, listen, we it doesn't like work. Titles. We yeah. we like that. we like titles. Uh, we People don't want know the process. And these other older generations, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> these that's older true. generations are like, listen, it doesn't work like yeah. that. You know, how like proud you don't just get there like that. You have to take your it's time. True. You know, like mm-hmm. that's basically you said you you um interned for ten months before Yo, you, you got actually got on the radio. But see, that's like
2: to. people on radio they thought that was the quickest process ever and so everybody
0: else like 10 months really like dang
2: people like my mentor he interned for two and a half years before he even got put on so i can actually believe that too because i understand that radio you know does take time yeah all that kind of stuff and it just depends on the position that you put yourself in in the radio station I, i had a goal going in and i never lost track of that goal even still to today when i'm on air i still like i need to do better like I'm mm-hmm. never comfortable. I'm never comfortable because just like that, your position could be gone. So, it, well, it God got you, got. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> sometimes you gotta work. You have to work for it because people they will be for you but against you at the same time. So mm-hmm. you have to work to keep your space. You know, hard pe- work
1: beats talent when talent does
2: no that's, work at all. That's oh, I'm gonna have to write that one. Down. <laughs> that was good. But my yeah. mama
1: used to tell me that all the time, and like. I didn't think about it either when I got older. It was it's even for example my first really big girl job in New York. Um, I was not trained in the position, mm-hmm. and they did a big thing like an assessment day, and it was seventy five people in there, and I had no experience. Like like I say, mm-hmm. I had no experience, mm-hmm. no experience with job, but I really really needed to get out of um, merchandising and retail. Mm-hmm. So I took the job. I'm going in. I start speaking whatever, but I they. They shuffled my name to the end. They'd mis- like, like, misplaced my paperwork when I first came in. Uh-huh. So really, I was supposed to be like the first person because my last name is, it starts with a B.
2: Uh-huh.
1: some reason, I ended up being like the last person. And I'm like, why am I the last person to go in front of all these people? I don't know what I'm doing. We uh-huh. had to do like a case study, a presentation, all that kind of stuff. I got paired uh-huh. with people who had been in like the business for years, which was awesome. I was like, right. oh. so <laughs> I, I was very honest. I was like, I'm so sorry. Y'all going to be mad at me, but I don't know anything about this all I just know is my I, I said I, I can be a really good presenter if you need me to be mm-hmm. did that they start like cycling it and mm-hmm. like so each round they start dropping off people each round they start dropping off people and so my name was last so because they shuffled my card last but I was really supposed to be first mm-hmm. this lady kept talking to me she was a, she was a sister girl so okay man, so that made a little but better. she kept she kept talking to me and I was like well she keeps talking to me so I'm gonna keep talking to her and I just kept asking her questions and questions and questions and questions, because stuff to get me prepared before it was my turn to do, like, the last oh, interview. Oh, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but they really did make me laugh, so I was last. so when it got to my interview, that was probably one of the best interviews I ever did in my life, and lo and behold, the lady I was talking to the whole time was a decision maker. Oh, wow. So I wow. didn't know that. Yeah, that was God. But that see, was definitely God that but was my God. name was last you know for a reason and you know bless their hearts I love the big girl job and where they put me to but that job was very very stressful and mm-hmm. it did push me into my QLC mm-hmm. because I realized you know I did want more for myself and all this other kind of oh,
2: stuff oh I think we all had a job like that yeah. I mean, yes yeah, so I was thinking oh we
0: already for... know what job mine was oh when I know and I was down there in Orangeburg oh what
2: happened with that job <laughs> what job was you it working it's a company
0: that I'm not gonna speak of <laughs> yeah not job in the company yeah, but i uh, <laughs> But all my situation. friends, all my friends, basically, okay. So I was working a job that mm. doesn't really require any type of education, but mm. you know, I was had to pay my bills. I was down there. I mean, it was Orangeburg, right? Um, and you know, just dealing with people just being very disrespectful, and everybody who knows me knows I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't tolerate. I don't tolerate that. You know, no. it's just like at the end of the day, like yes, this is a job, but I'm a person first. Yeah. And what you're not gonna do. I'm not a slave. <laughs> you're
2: not a slave. What you're Those not going to do
0: is talk to me any type of way because you think you're giving, oh, I'm giving money.
2: Yeah.
0: First off, you're giving money to the company. Exactly. I'm not the company. I'm mm-hmm. a part of the company, but I'm not the company. And the company's going to still run if I'm here or not. So you're not giving it to me. Mm-hmm. So don't think you can talk to me any type of way. I don't make enough for you to talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. So talk to me nice. Right. Oh, 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 right, or I can leave. Or... <laughs> talk to me nice or don't talk to me At twice. All right? Like, mm-hmm. don't do that. So basically, it, that was just a situation. Like, when I left, I was so glad. I was just like, I'm going back home. Like I'm no getting ready from that. Yeah. I was like, I didn't go to school. I didn't go to school for six for, years for because this. I went for four mm-hmm. undergrad and two for grad school. I didn't go to school for six years to be doing this.
2: And a lot of people forget, like, you have degrees. So, like, why would I let a company? No offense to the companies out there. Talk to me any kind of way. I have a degree. I don't need to work. Here. And that's
0: another thing. I think the stereotype about the position I was in is I, they thought that this is all I had. Oh, this is all like, uh uh Yeah, that's don't what they get think. it twisted. They don't think get you it have twisted. A degree, you
2: working for them. Okay, well, obviously you need me. That's what they think. I had that problem too. I'm not gonna lie, but but at
1: least you were able to recognize the point that you were in and what you needed to do to make your situation work. Like you do, you did what you had to do to do what you need to have what you need to do, and to right. do what you want. That's and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are millennials that are afraid to, for instance, come back home, mm-hmm. take that part time job that's not so cute or whatnot, just to yeah. do what they need to do so mm-hmm. you can have what you want. And everybody and it's but it's the title thing because I don't people work for so, people like. You, yeah people are so consumed of like oh what do you do mm-hmm. and they so yeah yeah, everybody's really consumed mm-hmm. with titles or put in little things like in their bio mm-hmm. like i'm the business owner of this but your customers but you know one of the things one of the
0: things i have to think about is like a lot of these people who are successful like they haven't even they haven't even started they, they, by our age they hadn't even really done anything yeah they, they don't get started you know they mm-hmm. haven't they don't they didn't get started until later until later mm-hmm. you know and I think that's one of the things we have to keep in mind too. Is just like you have to. We have to. You just gotta live a little more. Mm-hmm. Like we think we've lived a lot, but we haven't. Like we're not even we God even willing. God willing, we got twenty five plus more years. Plus you know more. what I'm saying? And we're not thinking about like what we can accomplish in that because we're, we're only twenty. We're just we're in our twenties. We're now. Yeah, we're just in our twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, just doing stuff now, mm-hmm. and we haven't been really thinking like. Just take. Just take your time. Like mm-hmm. Lord willing you gonna have all the time you need to get what you need to get done yeah i think people are in the rush to make it seem like they have this that and the third going on
2: you feel like our time is up mm-hmm. our time is running out you know and that's, right. i will say i do struggle with that even still today like dang my time is running out but i'm just now getting started so it's all about just staying focused honestly and just mm-hmm.
0: and getting rid of those distractions oh, yeah, whether, you have it, to. whether it be people whether it be a job. Whether it be just living in whether it be living in a city, just you yeah, know, you just have to living at home. You just
2: gotta you know You gotta
0: you gotta get rid of those distractions. And then you have to recognize your distractions. like I said, oh, yeah. I didn't recognize what was distracting me at the time. Mm-hmm. I never and I thought back even for years I thought back to like this whole time, this like, whole time. that's yeah. been a distraction, and I never thought, because I never thought of it back. as a. In... Just fight people. No, I <laughs>
2: totally wish. I'm not gonna lie. Right. I totally wish my attitude, my, my way of thinking. Now I can go back to college. Right, go back to college, attitude. right. Now, a lot of people will not try me back then, but see how I am now. I'm,
0: I do not play no more. And know? it's like, if I knew what I did, if I knew. Just if just I knew now. I'm telling you. If I knew now what I knew, then, you yeah, know. Exactly. Well, if I knew then what I knew now, there right. we go. Um... Okay. You know, like it would, things would have just been a lot different. Just a like you would have been a lot more focused because it's just like you're not thinking. Like you're in college, you're just having a, no bills except for like your tuition or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. If yeah, if, you really okay. if you don't, if you don't have to pay for it, then you do, you're not thinking about it. You just living your life, yeah. doing your work, then finding the turn up mm-hmm. and like the Lord. next hit bag. And Lord knows we used to turn up. Yeah, we used to turn up in the law. Okay, in the, the
2: law, yes. yes. So, yes. Turn senior
0: year law. was epic. It was major. Oh my gosh, senior year was a very, that was, senior year was like a bittersweet. I was very stressed. I had so much going oh, on. Yeah, like a lot of people thought, and that's one thing too about perceptions, one of those things. I, I kind of pride myself on. It's just like if I know I'm doing what I need to do for me and I'm getting stuff done, I really don't care, don't care. what you think. Mm-hmm. I used to get the, oh, she's a bitch, she's mean, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, okay. Um, I get up every morning. I go go to a school i go work with kids then after that mm-hmm. i come and i work in an office with unappreciative people yeah trying so to provide you... activities for a campus for a campus then yeah. after that i have to get my work together and go do a client mm-hmm. i'm going all day Yeah. i don't care what you think because yeah. i'm working you know mm-hmm. i think and it's not like just being i was never just disrespectful but i like i said i just don't take
2: you don't take crap, no yeah right? i just don't take that i feel like i was the opposite like, I cared what people thought. I don't know why. Because I felt like I was such in, like, the the light of everything. Like, as far as, like, what I was doing at school and mm-hmm. who I was dealing with or what group I was in. You know, I felt like I was such in the limelight like, that people, what people to say used to really affect me. But now it's just like, you can not pay me to be affected by what anybody else yeah. said. Like, you literally could not pay me. I'm in my own, literally in my own zone to where I don't even think about nobody else. And mm-hmm. it has helped me.
0: Right, it has to be. That's that's me. how that's how it has to be and that's how it's supposed to be as far as like getting yourself together like be yes be courteous of others and yeah. stuff like that but you know just when it comes to being focused then you, you can't think about nobody else. And like when it comes to getting work done, you can't think about can't. nobody else. Like
2: you take yourself with you. Nobody yeah. comes with you. No and matter. where if they where think you go. and if
0: they think you are a bitch for that, well then too bad. <laughs>
1: That's happened to me all the time. Yeah, Morgan. Looking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, people judge me all the time before they
2: get to know yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know, think I've ever done that for either of you guys. Just... And it's, well, thanks, I girl. <laughs> <I've> never, <laughs> I even forgot <laughs> how we even met, but I've never probably through Lauren. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Shout out to Lauren yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Hey. hey Tail. <laughs>
1: had that perception and but I didn't but that perception never happened to me until I got to college mm-hmm. like when I was in high school I was a, I was considered a nerd like really? yeah I was and i but I That's loved a, it but, a
0: huge switch
1: but that was me I mean I didn't and I mean I, didn't I was kind of nerdy
0: too I was in the band I was in the band I did nothing
2: I was
1: in the band but I was in chorus for four great years and I loved every minute of it like it's okay my high school ring
2: and I looked at it other and I was like what a nerd I've never got a high school ring first
0: of all I've never got one a class
2: ring. That's what you're yeah. Talking? I never got. But a class
0: you know what? Ring. That's weird because college is definitely like a switch because I was involved in activities and things like that throughout junior high and high school. They were more so athletics. So I played volleyball. I was then I mm-hmm. ran track. And then I was in the band. And then I got to college and I got into like student leadership. And that was like so different because in that's high school, switch. high school I didn't I didn't do that. I was in some more like the just other type of activities. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I kind of did a switch too.
2: I will say in high school I have kind of done the same thing. I was in the newspaper committee. <laughs> so I would be the one to write the articles and talk about it on um, our speaker phone over Lauren went to school something high. So I would be the one to write the articles and talk about it, get the news. So I've definitely always had the same goal since Yeah. I can remember. Like even in elementary school I used to be a weather watcher. So we would go check the Look them-
1: at you. See when people I'm don't understand to- their purpose. Yeah you have that one standing out I have thing always that had keeps that. Standing out. Like, yeah. I, I always was always did leadership things and also when I was little I would always be
2: I used to sell stuff
1: yeah I, see that has never been me I would sell rocks <laughs> oh shit like I'd be selling stuff uh, <laughs> I'd be selling running, i never could things. sell
2: Girl Scout cookies like I was just hard my mom to sell them for me I no I my. did
1: do that <laughs> <laughs> I found Brittany and I used to have a singing group back in the day and oh, my mom was cleaning up of uh, like cleaning our attic out and she's like Morgan look at this it says the outline for fantasy oh my god uh, uh, <laughs> and I I that's your like i but the thing is like wow everything sticks you see what sticks with you yeah. and what and, and and
2: even those i didn't learn that till now though like dang i used to be a weather watcher actually talking mm-hmm. about news on the announcements like it's weird it's really weird because god really do place purpose in it's each because and every person you don't
1: want to recognize yeah, it the things that come so naturally to you mm-hmm. and people get so worked up and don't think it's their purpose is because it's so natural yeah like i would be like Dude, talk, speaking, talking, presenting, or being able to connect with other people, like especially the talking thing. I was like, this cannot be no gift because yeah. people talk every single day. Yeah, but it was like you could put idea. me in front of a crowd and I only might sweat because I'm excited. Exactly. Like I'm so not you. going to ever be like, oh, I have to make this speech or oh, I have to. I get a high off those things, and wow. so the things that you love to do, like I like. Shaking hands with random people and doing all this kind of stuff, and Mm. those things are your gifts. And everybody thinks that gifts are supposed to be artistry when they don't have to be. Yeah, I
2: think that's what a lot of people struggle with. So, I mean, again, I'm still trying to struggle with my purpose. I kind of know my purpose, but just to make sure I keep it is my little struggle right Mm. now. It felt like you had like a soul snatcher.
0: Um, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, what is that? (laughs) It felt like.
1: And I, I think, and I'll touch on this in the Rebel Read next episode. Everybody, like a soul snatcher, like somebody who wants to embody you, but someone, but they, <laughs> Let me they, um, they're only around you for, to see how much they can like benefit from your purpose.
0: Yeah. Mm. I don't think I have. I mean, if I have, I, I they're not around
1: even better but i will catch you guys next time so but thanks for having me with you guys thanks it for was me. great thanks chatting Morgan. with you see ya
2: bye more all right pretty did we accomplish everything with i this think quarter life crisis
0: i think we did and i think we we got we, we talked about advice we talked about our own struggles mm-hmm. and i think we talked about the positives mm-hmm. um, of the quarter life crisis and how it can actually help you Figure out what you're supposed to be doing and get yourself get yourself on that um straight and narrow on that right yeah, that right path. I
2: definitely think it was relatable, so that's all that right. matters. As long as we can relate to everybody out there that's listening, because mm-hmm. we're going through it too. We're not like untouchable. Right. We're definitely going through it as we speak. So right. next episode, we're definitely going to have your favorite topics, your celebrity gossip, your inspirational quotes, and all that good stuff. Because we're rebels.
0: That's right. What do so, Tradia. Tell people where they can find you. You can
2: definitely find me on all social media at just tradia j u s t t r a d i a
0: and where you where do you what do you do for your day job
2: oh okay see i' be forgetting so i also am a radio personality on streets one hundred three hundred point five in charlotte north carolina you can hear me monday through friday i got the t segment at three fifty and seven fifty and i'm also on air so
0: all right and you can find me on instagram at bossy b with three e's and bossy. on twitter <laughs> as it's bossy b with three e's and um be looking out soon because i have something coming up very special so you guys stay tuned and it was a pleasure doing this episode with you Tradio. oh yeah we got
2: so many more so we're right
0: getting. so um see you guys later
2: signing off
0: Hey guys, it's Morgan back to sign off. Just wanted to remind
1: you that if you do have any questions that you would like me, Tradia, or Brittany to answer, send them to livepurposefully at rebellious.com. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.